I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com with Scott Eklund with our Friday morning recruiting podcast. Visitors into UW this weekend, big recruiting weekend. There will be two before signing day this week and next, but uh, big weekend for Washington. They have some big time guys in as well as some existing commits. You know, Scott, it all starts off with, uh, you know, probably one of the top guys on Washington's boards, Caleb Tremblay. Yeah, he's a defensive tackle out of American River Juco uh, program down there that's pretty good program. He's been in Washington's crosshairs for quite some time. They offered him during the summer. He's got offers from quite a few schools, including Alabama and Washington, and it's kind of down to Alabama and Washington. The one thing is that, um, you know, I talked to Caleb relatively recently. Uh, He's set to visit uh, Alabama next weekend. He's talking about possibly visiting uh, USC during the middle of the week, and that could throw kind of a wrench into things for Washington and for Alabama because I know that he was a big fan of uh, USC kind of growing up. So um, I would say that this weekend is going to be huge for Washington to to really kind of wrap up his recruitment. His He and his family both loved it up here when they visited during the summer. And I think this weekend is going to go a long way in helping him decide where he's going to go. I think next weekend at Alabama could be really tough for Washington to overcome. We'll have to see. Chris Peterson has not been in home with him. I expect that to happen next week. And if any if things go right for Washington, I think they'd like to get a commitment out of Tremblay and have him cancel any other official visits. So we'll have to sit, wait and see what happens. But he's one of the top guys. He's a defensive tackle out of Northern California, JUCO down there, American River, and uh, he could play a lot of different spots. But they're projecting him as a three technique uh, once he, if he were to come to the University of Washington. Trey Lowe, uh, running back, uh, wide receiver, slot guy. He can pretty much do everything. A Chico McClatcher type player. Had an outstanding year down in Oregon. Uh, He will be in this weekend as well, Scott. Yeah, yeah. I love this kid a lot. Um, A lot of people think he might be able to move to running back. I'm not saying he'll never get running back carries, you know, running back reps. But um, this kid is too small. There, there's no way he can take a regular bout pounding. Some people might say that he's actually close to the same size that Miles Gaskin was coming out of high school. And if you go by weight, sure, they are. But their their weight was con- distributed completely differently. And and Miles Gaskin's lower body is the lower body of a guy who's about 220 pounds. I mean, he's he's just unbelievable. So I think Washington wants to get a little bit bigger at running back, and that's why. Uh, I don't see Trey Lowe moving back to running back, but man, he's going to be dynamic out of the slot, whether it's as a backup this year or possibly we I, look, I think Chico McClatcher is going to be just fine, but you never know how guys are going to heal. So Washington might need him earlier than they think they do. You know, when I look at Trey Lowe, I see him more of a clone of like um, a Tyler Lockett, you know, with the Seahawks out of Kansas state. Um, Chico, Tim, Chico's a little bit thicker. So I see him more as a Tyler Lockett kind of guy. Is that far off? I don't, I, you know what? First time I ever heard that comparison, but it wouldn't surprise me if that. I think it's pretty apt, actually, and uh, um, something where I think Washington could could use him in a number of ways. He could be a really solid return guy for them. So, uh, you know, something to keep an eye on, definitely. All right, we got some Pauly names, you know, and I'm lousy at them, so I'm just going to say last names. Are, are we good? Okay, sure. Uh, the offensive lineman that they've had a commitment from for a while, uh, melee. Yeah, he's actually not. Uh, he's actually not. It sounds uh, Islander, but he's actually Italian. Kim. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matteo Mele is his name. Uh, he's about six five, six six, two hundred and eighty pounds right now. 
um, pushing the two, 290 pound, uh, you know, level and, and guy who played tight end all the way up until his senior year. And then they throw him out at left tackle and he basically locked down his side and won a state championship. So, um, you know, a guy that Washington has had very high on their list, very early in the process, especially with Scott Huff, they targeted him. They brought him up here for a visit, let him go home, think about things. And then he made the decision to become a Husky and he hasn't looked back one bit. The guy on Washington's commit list. They're getting him in town. They may have to hose him off a little bit because he's sure been a guy that everybody seems to have been after, and that's offensive lineman Victor Kern out of Texas. Yeah, I love this kid, man. 6'5", 320 pounds. One of the reasons he's drawn so many eyes to him is his physicality at the point of attack. 6'5", 320 pounds, can really get after it in the running game. Finishes his blocks. Go watch his film. It's beautiful. He, he does just a really good job. And he got an award. I think that he was like the lineman of the year in the Houston area, which, you know, that's no small task. That That's a very populated area. I think it's number five in the country for populations from a population standpoint. So make no mistake, Victor Kern is a big time guy. He's got offers from LSU, Tennessee, Alabama, or I'm sorry, not Alabama, Auburn. Uh, I think Texas A&M has offered. Um, so there's a lot of schools that were after him, but he's held all of them off and told Washington, no one's going to change his mind. He's coming to the university of Washington. Two quarterbacks in the class uh, for 2018, Colson Yankoff. Won a, uh, won a state title in Idaho? No, he, he got second place. He he lost to the guy uh, that everybody wants to know where he's going, Tommy Togiai. So Tommy Togiai's team, Highland, beat Coeur d'Alene in the state finals. All right. Uh, he, uh, so Colson Yankoff in this weekend. Um, another uh, Polly name, uh, last name Zion. Uh, tell- well, no, first name Zion. Oh, Zion Tupola Fatui. Right, tell people who he is. He is a guy out of uh, Pearl City in Hawaii. He's not committed to anyone, but Washington has been the heavy favorite for him for a while. He's a buck uh, guy in Washington's scheme, 6'4", 250 pounds, could get up to about 260, even close to 270. He's kind of got that frame. He's a natural pass rusher. I think one of the reasons why Washington targeted him so early was because he's so good off the edge. He's got a knack for getting after the quarterback. He's kind of like Ryan Bowman in the fact that he he isn't going to really blow you away with his physical abilities, like in testing or anything like that. He he doesn't put up big numbers when it comes to running, you know, uh, running the forty yard dash or high jump or anything like that. All he does is get after the quarterback. I think over the last three years, he's got close to thirty sacks. And uh, a guy that Washington targeted very early, he's been. And it's down to Cal, Washington, and Vanderbilt, I believe, are his final four, our final three. And everybody expects it to be Washington. I think he just wanted to get up and visit Washington officially before he made his final decision. How big of a need is that? Uh, is he for Washington? How big of a get? Well, I, you know, as far as a get, I, you know, I, someone asked on the board if I was blown away by, or, you know, if I was seeing the same thing that the Husky coaches were seeing. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't. I thought Washington could go out and get better players. But that being said, because they targeted him so early, it means that the Washington coaches really like him a lot and really think he's a special player. And they've continued to go after him, even though they've had some other guys that are buck uh, prospects looking their way. Jeremiah Martin, uh, Abdul Malik uh, McC- McLean is a guy who will visit next week. You know, I mean, Washington, 
has has a lot of these guys that they're really looking at. But Zion Tupuola Fatui, he's definitely a guy that Washington thinks can get after the quarterback. He does have a knack for it. I don't see him as an explosive guy like maybe some of these other guys are, like Martin or McLean uh, are. But man, you know Washington targeted him early, so they obviously want him. Uh, impact player on the board, big get if Washington's able to reel in, in and that's Stefan Blaylock. Blaylock. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a cornerback that's currently committed, or I'm sorry, a defensive back. He's can kind of play corner or safety. I think he's actually along the same lines as Buddha Baker in that same kind of role. You could use him in coverage, coverage. You could use him as a safety, kind of a free safety roamer kind of thing. Five ten, hundred eighty five pounds. He's out of St. John Bosco. He's a guy that really um, came on for Washington late in the process. Like I said, he's committed to UCLA. Washington's really trying to reel him in. UCLA hasn't quite decided on their cornerback or their defensive backs coach yet, and and I think that could be working in Washington's favor. Um, if they had retained uh, Demetrius Martin, like uh, was originally reported by. Uh, Tracy Pearson and the and the Bro website, the Bruin website. Um, I think he would he might not even be making this visit, but he is making this visit. He has a very good relationship with Jimmy Lake. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on, and and Washington really pushing hard on him. Draco Bynum uh, looks like a monster. He'll be in this oh, weekend as well. <laughs> you gotta love the name. I mean, really, oh, yeah. Draco Bynum. You know, I mean, he just. He, he just sounds like a big, scary dude. And he's not scary at all from the stand. He's he's really good interview, really well-spoken kid, really nice. But when he gets out on that football field, he's all business. He, he had a really good season this year, took Wilsonville all the way in, pretty deep into the state uh, playoffs, uh, 6'5", 265, close to 270 now. I think he's going to be a three technique when he arrives because he's going to be 270, 275, maybe even 280 when he finally arrives at the University. Of Washington, this kid is a is a really nice get. He just got his U.S. Army All American uh, jersey yesterday. So he's going to be in that 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 historic game that they play every year, and uh, definitely a guy that is going to fit into Washington's scheme and be real versatile. Mosiah Liao uh, is a commit to Utah who decommitted and committed to Washington. Um, he's yeah. out of Emerald Ridge High School in Puyallup. Uh, give people a little bit of the background on Mosiah and uh, what kind of a player did they Washington get in Mosiah Liao? Well, the, fir- the first thing about Mosiah is that he is a um, he's a cousin of Vita Vea. And when I say cousin, he's actually a cousin, not one of those guys. Not where, a poly cousin? <laughs> yeah, not a poly cousin. He's actually a cousin of Vita Vea. They're very good. For, uh, you know, they're very close family. Um, the two of them have known each other for quite some time, and I think that had a real big impact on him, especially him moving up here from Northern California just this last year. He was only at Emerald Ridge one year. He played tight end. He played some running back. He played defensive tackle. He played defensive end. He's kind of all over the place for Emerald Ridge. Big-time playmaker, 6'3", 275, going to be about 290 when he when he finally sees the field at the University of Washington. They're projecting him as a three-tech. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up playing some nose tackle because he's got that kind of physicality and strength. Um, last but not least, uh, MJ. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
if you say so. Yeah. yeah. MJ, MJ Tafisi. Well, actually, there's there's one guy left that you, uh, we haven't talked about, and that's Sam Taimani. Oh, that's we right. can talk about him in just a second. But MJ Tafisi is a linebacker out of Utah that has really kind of come on for Washington. He's out of Alta High School over in Sandy, uh, Utah, 6'1", 220 pounds. You watch this guy's film. When he makes a tackle, guys do not continue to go forward. They either go sideways or backwards. He is a physical, physical kid. Washington just had a in, in home with him the, earlier this week with Chris Peterson, with um, Ikaika Malloy, and or I'm sorry, with Bob Gregory and with Pete uh, Kwiatkowski. So lots of coaches really concentrating on this kid. Um, I think Washington has a really good chance of wrapping him up this weekend. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. He might be one of the ones that is responsible for Pete woofing this weekend. Although Washington's plan on the official visits is, hey, take your visit, go home. We'll come out for an official, for an in-home visit, and you can commit to us then after you've thought about things. So we'll see if he woofs, but definitely I think he's he's got a chance to be one of the guys that ends up committing in the, uh, uh, this weekend. Sam Taimani is an offensive lineman out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Scott, they've already got three offensive lineman commitments, and we've been saying for quite some time they would take a fourth if the fourth was the special guy and the right guy. Is Sam Taimani that guy, and is he special? He is special. Um, every, you know, most of the scouts see him as an offensive lineman. Washington has been recruiting him almost exclusively at defensive line because at 6'2", 315, he fits that nose tackle spot perfectly. The problem is he doesn't really play that much defense. He does play it a little bit, but not that much. So I think Washington and several other schools that did want him at defensive tackle were really kind of projecting. Scott Huff has gotten very involved with his recruitment of late, and I think Scott Huff and Ikaika Malloy are going to be going at it a little bit. Uh, what, if Sam Taimani were to commit to the University of Washington, I think you're going to see a like a wrestling match or arm wrestling match or something between uh, Ikaika Malloy and uh, Scott Huff because they both want want this kid. Um, Scott Huff has told him several times, hey, I'll take you on the offensive line if, if that's where you want to play. Um, but he just wants him to be a dog. So a uh, guy to definitely keep an eye on. He's I don't see him woofing this weekend because he has said that he wants to make his decision uh, in January at some point um, during the Polynesian Bowl when it's being played on January 20th. He's bringing his sister, who is his guardi- his legal guardian and probably his closest advisor and friend. And, you know, obviously it's his sister and guardian. So, um, you know, she's coming up. She's never really been here yet. So I think Sam uh, Taimani is a guy that Washington is leading for. There's been a bunch of crystal balls heading Washington's way um, in the system and everything like that. So he's a guy that I think could end up woofing as well, but I don't think it's going to be this weekend. I think you're going to have to wait a little bit for him. Washington with a number of recruits in this weekend. And how many recruits visiting Oregon this weekend, Scott? Um, You know what? I haven't even looked how many are going to the University of Oregon this weekend, but uh, I have a feeling it probably isn't going to be very many if there is any. Now, uh, the thing is, you know, we talked about it. um, uh, You know, right now it's supposed to be Verone McKinley and Tyler Show, but uh, 
Verone McKinley decommitted, I believe. I could be wrong on that, but I thought he decommitted. So, um, no, they've got him listed as a commit. So, anyway, those are the only two that are scheduled. The thing is, with Mario Cristobal in uh, place as the interim coach, they can still host some kids. But, yeah, I, you know, the place is kind of a mess right now. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with Oregon's recruitments at this point. Another big weekend recruiting next week. Uh, well, they have some guys that are committed and just a little bit of a teaser. Uh, Ashari Crosswell, uh, Abdul Malik McLean, Halid Jabril, Brandon Cahill. Uh Those are just some of the guys expected in next week. So next week, another loaded recruiting weekend along with uh, some of the guys that have already committed, including Marquise Spiker. So a uh, big weekend next weekend. Anything else we need to cover, Scott? No, at this point, I think it's just kind of wait and see on uh, on Sunday. Uh, you guys will be covering the basketball game, right? We will be covering basketball. Don yeah, Zaga. You'll be covering the basketball game while I'll be um, on the phone calling teenage boys. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's just that time of year, man, when we've got it overlapping. It's going to be difficult, but it's it's why we do what we do. We love it, and I'm not going to complain one bit. Yeah, and just a reminder, you know, we do the podcasts uh, these, this time of year because there's so much information. And on the podcast, I think it's just if you can hear the tonality, we're able to talk a lot more freely without stuff getting copied and pasted and taken over to other sites and emailed around so uh you know we want to try to keep it exclusive for the subscribers but then also um you know it it, it's hard for us to keep the audio premium so we just ask you not don't share the links out there with other people but uh, we can get so much more in depth when we're doing recordings than we can in any print right scott yeah yeah well i mean you know there's just so much more to say and and talk about and like you said people can hear our tone and and you know whether we're joking or not so you know we'll well, you know, it's it's the best way for us to get a lot of information out in a very easy way. Yeah, and great to listen on your commute on the way home or when you're doing chores around the house. So, hey, from all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenells along with Scott Eklund. Go dogs.